When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not the best boxing film in the world by any stretch of the imagination, but he was really good. I thought he was really good. He and, was. Michael uh, B. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the things that I thought it did quite well was that it laid off using the Rocky music until <laughs> a moment where it was absolutely <laughs> necessary to use it. That is one of the most bonkers scenes yeah. in it, where yeah, he with gets... The scooters, with yeah, the bikes. And I just couldn't understand why it was happening or what was going on. So I you? think that he was shouting something and then that, that they played it to an audience and they went, I don't like it, we don't like that bit. And so they went, I tell you what, let's remix the Rocky music and just play it really loud over that bit so you can't hear him. Hello, film fans. You are listening to episode 46. Today, we are going to be reviewing the Rocky spin-off, Creed. And we are joined by Jen. Hi. Hannah. Hello. And Kobe. Howdy. We are, of course, on iTunes, where you can subscribe and leave us a lovely review. You can also find us on Twitter at FlixWatcherPod. Come say hi, give us a tweet, and visit the website FlixWatcher.tv for full listings of each episode. And as we always say, guys, all the films were available on Netflix at the time of recording. There was going to be bad language, there's going to be spoilers, and we hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to Flix Watcher Podcast. Today our guests are Hannah and Jen from the Standard Issue Podcast. If you would like to uh, say hello and uh, tell us a little bit more about your podcast. Hello, I'm Jen and she's Hannah and we are from the Standard Issue Podcast, which is a women's magazine for your ears. Uh, it's by women and it's about everything women are interested in, which is indeed everything. So we cover loads of stuff like... Politics, current affairs, sports, uh, films, books, television, music. Yeah. All sorts. Loads of stuff. Yeah. We don't do like fashion and stuff, yeah. really. We Jen do. and I are two thirds. We also have uh, Mickey Noonan, who is not here with us today. She's but they're okay. She's okay. She's all right. She's, yeah. I, I realised that sounded okay. like, yeah. I thought um, you were going to say she's no longer with yeah. us. So <laughs> no, she, she well, is. She's, she's just no in longer a pub with us. in Old Street. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's just doing something else. She's still, she's not here. still drinking. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like a woman's weekly for your ears. It's sort of like, I suppose it's a bit like, can we say it's like women's hour but funny? It, women's hour but sweary. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's quite sweary. Yeah, we do a lot of topical stuff. Um, and uh, obviously women's issues, um, which... There's this, quite a lot going around at the moment. Is, it's yeah, not short for content. To be yeah. into women's issues, yeah. Yeah. Presented, hopefully, not in as bleak a way as you might uh, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> but with gags. Yeah. 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 Oh, I should probably say we're founded by Sarah as yeah. well. Sarah Millican, who's a comedian. So, yeah, we like to laugh and stuff. <laughs> Bringing the lols. <laughs> Bear lols. Yeah. Um, we are chatting about Creed today, which is the latest in the Rocky Saga stroke spin-off, as guided by Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. So we, we we may spin off onto some talk about the wire at some point, but 
Jen, you chose Creed. I did, yes. Why did you choose it and what happens? Okay, so I chose it really sort of shamelessly to promote the fact that I talk about sport and I'm a woman talking about sport, which is sort of, you know, doesn't happen How can that this much. be? I know, unbelievably. Um, so I wanted to shamelessly promote the fact that Standard Issue <laughs> Podcast covers sport on a weekly basis. Women's sport, and admittedly, this is not about women's sport. Um, so I thought... I'll find a film about sport and there weren't that many but I had heard good things about Creed uh, and also I like boxing I have like a trainer who's teaching me to box um, for anything particular or just to get fit no just, or... to, just for fun because I quite like it it's quite fun to go and punch something for an hour every week uh, and not get in trouble with the law about the landlord. it the <laughs> landlord <laughs> so so I thought why not? Now, I've actually only ever seen one other film in the Rocky franchise, which is Rocky Five, which I believe is... The um, worst example of yeah, a Rocky film. widely regarded as the worst Rocky film. Um, I've seen bits of all of the other ones. Obviously, it's a bit like James Bond, isn't it? Like, sort of unavoidable. But You're not sure which ones... You don't, you don't know how they mesh together. Yeah, I didn't really know who... Apollo Creed was (laughs) sort of central to this. Uh, So what happens? Right, so uh, there is a ridiculous opening sequence of some kid in some sort of like juvie kind of scenario, I think, or maybe a children's home, I don't really know, who loves to fight, as we're told, and it transpires that he is the son of... Apollo Creed, and he's called Adonis, which is amazing as well. (laughs) Uh, And it's very subtle what they've done there. And so he gets like, um, I don't know, he gets taken on by Apollo Creed's missus, who's Claire Huxtable. (laughs) And hasn't aged in 30 years. Looks amazing, actually. Uh, Anyway, um, so she takes him in, even though he is the child, or he is like the product of an affair. And then he goes to live with her in some mansion in LA. In Trump Tower. In Trump Tower. (laughs) And has like a nice office job. But he loves to fight just like his dad. Um, So he is like fighting in Tijuana or whatever for reasons that I couldn't really understand. And he wants... Avon Barksdale to let him fight, but Avon Barksdale says no um, for reasons I didn't really understand. So he's like, because his mama wouldn't like his it. His mama wouldn't like it. What is he to do with his mama? Uh, see, this is it would help if you've seen the other Rocky films because Avon Barksdale is the son in it of Apollo Creed's original trainer. Oh. So he's running the same gym that Apollo Creed used to train in. Okay. It was his dad's gym. So clearly he feels a sense of responsibility because okay. his dad didn't... He's stop. quite handy, though. He could yeah. have just let him... Anyway, he doesn't. So he's like, well, fuck you all. I'm going to Philadelphia, obviously, to uh, find Rocky Balboa, who he wants to train him. So he goes to Philadelphia and he finds Rocky Balboa and then he takes him on and then um, he trains him and then there's a big fight the end, basically. But that's how all Rocky films... Yeah. Training montages, yeah. fights, endings. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got a lot 
to say about it, to be honest. Right. I could go on. Should we let you should we unleash you straight away then? I don't where should I where should I begin? I, I don't know. I feel like, like Jen should have a little graphic with her stats at the side of it. I'd actually managed to, to blank that from yeah. my memory of this film because that is one of the worst parts of it. Don't get me started on Tony Bellew, uh, who is the worst part of it. That's his name, isn't it? I don't know. Do you know Pretty Ricky in oh, it? Oh, the Scouse guy. Yeah, yeah, who is a real-life boxer in yeah. real life. I think it's Tony Bellew. Um, don't know. Don't know sports. I'm a man who doesn't know sports. <sighs> what? Thank God we've got a woman here. <laughs> God we've got a woman here. <laughs> Tony Bellew is in it as the opponent who he's going to fight, basically, because it all comes out in the wash that he's Apollo Creed's son and he's like, oh, this would be a money spinner. And um, and it's it's... One thing I couldn't really accept is that the fight was taking place at Goodison Park. I couldn't really accept that because it seems <laughs> stupid to me. Like, I, like absolutely no disrespect to Everton fans, but it was a bit like saying, oh, it's going to be at, like, Southampton or something. Like, why would... You, like, Apollo Creed's son wouldn't fight at, like, you know, West Ham's ground or something like that. So... I couldn't accept. Maybe Goodison they Park. just couldn't get Liverpool to give the rights away. Even, even Liverpool, though, it just doesn't. It just, it doesn't, just would have been at the O2. Everything yeah. else is clearly bollocks. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it would have been Wembley Stadium, Wembley Arena, O2 kind of oh, thing. Maybe Old Trafford. I don't even think that, but it's just it is an odd. It it, it, it was incongruous. In yeah. It was very incongruous. But apart from that, basically, I loved everything about it. It made me laugh. It made me cry. Like, there were times where I was literally, like, whooping. And, like, I enjoyed the fight at the end. His face looks a bit gnarly. Oh, my that Lord. That wasn't great. But, like... When was the first time you watched Was this the first time you watched it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Are you going to go back and revisit other Rockies? Yeah, I might do. Apparently they're going to make a sequel to this one. So yeah. I'm so excited about before that. Before you watch the sequel, you need to watch other Rockies because, yeah. because what people are talking about will make no sense to you. Yeah. About the next Rocky, um, the next Creed film. Yeah, maybe. Oh, no. Oh, right. So I've heard something about it. So he's gonna, it's going to be Dolph Lundgren's son or something, oh, isn't yeah. it, that he's going to come up I against. Oh, did, you, did you know this? No, I didn't. Uh, you can swear. I... Yeah, so it's going to be... Ivan Drago's son. Oh, dear God. Okay. Yeah, so I know that happens in Rocky Four. Okay. And that, I think, isn't Bridget Nilsson in it, and that's how she R- goes Rocky out Rocky is basically with... like a Stuart Lee joke, right? <laughs> it's good the first the good? first time he repeats it, yeah. where he says it, and then he repeats it, and it gets, like, yeah. less and less funny. And then it hits this bit where it starts to be funny again, which is what... Like Creed is. we're with yeah. Creed, but there will be a point at which it stops being funny again yeah. and it goes down. Um, you know, you know, yeah. Stuart Lee just repeats to the point beyond funny. I just, I just found this repeats really... and iterates, just yes. a slight iteration. Uh, no, uh, and yeah. it's brilliant. It's brilliant when he does it. But like I'm saying, there's there's bits in it when you're like, oh god, we've gone beyond funny again. Oh, I hope it comes back to being funny again. I just honestly found this really enjoyable. Like, there's bits in it that I'm genuinely going to take away as like life advice. Okay, <laughs> I'm not even joking. Such as what? I'm, like I'm in the audience. mirror when he's like, you're... oh, that's who you're up against in the ring and in life. I think I'm like, yeah, you're right, Rocky. You're absolutely right. The other guy's just a guy you've got to get through to, like, you know, fair enough. I'm going to genuinely take that into the rest of my life. Who should we go for next? Who should we go for next? Go on, Hannah. Go oh, on. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I, uh, I actually really like boxing as well, Gemma. And for someone who doesn't really genuinely enjoy sports, I do love a sports film. Um, 
And yeah, my dad was really into boxing and into Rocky films. Mm. And I have seen all of the, all of them, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I saw Rocky Balboa as well. So I think I've seen all of them. And this is probably the best in the Rocky franchise, I think, probably since Rocky 2. That said, I did revisit Rocky recently and I was a bit upset because I suddenly had a feeling that I hadn't had when I was watching it before that Rocky really badgers Adrienne into sleeping with him. And really? quite uncomfortable in the first one. I was a bit... I think a lot of these things... Rewatching them with this kind of yeah. uh, post post Weinstein eyes, you kind of you kind of you do cringe a lot. Yeah, and I thought, oh, I don't know about that, but yeah, I'm, I thought this was good. Yeah, for 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 what for what it is, I mean, it's it's not the best boxing film in the world by any stretch of the imagination. But he was really good. I thought he was really good. He and, was Michael uh, B. Yeah, yeah. And, and one of the things that I thought it did quite well was that it laid off using the Rocky music until a moment where it was absolutely (laughs) necessary to use it. That is one of the most bonkers scenes in it where he gets... scooters with the bikes. And I just couldn't understand why it was happening or what was going on. Why he's shouting, but then they play music over it so you can't hear what You've got a theory about this, haven't you? I think that he was shouting something and then that, that they played it to an audience and they went, I don't like it, we don't like that bit. And so they went, I tell you what, let's remix the Rocky music and just play it really loud over that bit so you can't hear him. Because he's clearly speaking the whole way through that scene. He's like gesticulating wildly and shouting at Rocky Balboa. He's standing in the window of the gym, sort of looking like, hey, oh, this is fun, isn't it? But what's he? He looks quite aggressive. Yeah. I didn't understand. I thought he was really good in it. He was. And he certainly. Michael B. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah. um, Michael. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan Jordan was really good in it. Um, He seems to, he he developed the look of, or the knack of looking like he'd just taken a nose punch really well when he's, there's a couple of bits. I mean, maybe he is accidentally taking a punch. I don't know. But when his head like whips back like that, I was like, yeah, he actually, that looks, that looks good fighting. It was a bit weird because he, he's, he's pretty hot. And the last time I saw him in anything, he was a child in The Wire. So that was a bit discombobulating. But um, but yeah, he's very good in it. I didn't really see the point of the woman in it. She Tessa didn't really Thompson. she didn't really do anything. I think she was just there so boys could take their girlfriends and like, you know, say, oh, there's the romance in it. And but, so that also people didn't complain that there were no women in it. Well, yeah, probably that as well. Helen. So two things. <laughs> so um, I, I, I do like sports, but um, I, I do not consider boxing to be a sport. And uh, I'm, I'm not a boxing fan. I'm neither a Rocky fan either. So um, set against yeah. you. Yeah, I, it was we, it was a bit of a before we continue. Non-starter. I, I got a text from from Helen and the text read, <laughs> is it Creed we're watching the Rocky film? I was like, yep. Two hours and 13 minutes, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. I didn't respond to that because I just yeah. thought, you're going to have to watch it. So, Yeah, so, so it's two hours and 13 minutes and you have to wait 45 minutes for a training montage. Um, I mean, the main character is called Adonis. I mean... Donny. Donny Johnson. <laughs> um, I thought you're not entering the spirit of yeah. Rocky here. <laughs> and the soundtrack, my God, the soundtrack is awful. What? What oh. happens in the soundtrack? Some, oh my amazing God! It Nas, is one of my favourite Nas songs is in there through the through the wires and like that. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. That's a shame. Um, but everyone has their opinion. So you weren't a fan of it. 
No. But you weren't a fan of any Rocky films? Uh, I've, I think I've maybe seen some of the first one, but I, I fell asleep. I mean, I'm, I don't really like Sylvester Sloan either. I don't really. Yeah, he's just. Yeah, I mean, he is basically like yeah. a, a sentient piece of corned beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he does. Yeah, he's got cancer, Hannah. You I've awful got, human. Not the, alive, but in the film, not in real life. There's nothing surprising about this film really? at all. No, what? What were the surprises? Uh, well, he didn't win at the end. That was a surprise. But within the Rocky canon, that is not unusual. Unusual. Okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I think this is this has been this is my favourite Sylvester Stallone performance for for a long long time because he's hardly in it. He no, he's, he's in he's in it a lot, it. but he's he shows some emotional range. He's not just. I thought The Expendables was one of the most diabolical series of films. But you went to see a film called The Expendables with that cast. What else could it have been? No, but at least you want some decent acting but in this i really like i really really liked what he did with his character and the fact that he, he was suffering and um he didn't, he didn't want to he didn't want to take on donnie because you know the past and but he decides to take him on goes through cancer doesn't want to suffer through the chemotherapy but he builds because he's forced this forced this relationship with his ex-best friend's son feels that he does have to go through that the biggest takeaway from this film for me well the two biggest takeaways is the first is Wallace was a stringy, wiry little character in The Wire, and that was fucking jacked, which is insane. And the second thing is I really liked how Stallone portrayed his character, even though the fact he wasn't boxing. I think there's the best performance from a Rocky film. I'm not that big a Rocky fan. I can't really remember what happens. I know there's people who love like Rocky Four to bits. and Oh, God, no. Uh, what, one, one and two, <laughs> one and two, definitely. But, Not five. But I always, can tell you. I used to watch them as a kid. And it used to be one of those things. Like even after like the Karate Kid, the end scene, you, you, I'd be boxing around with my, my brothers and stuff like that. Um, but I think this is a generally good film, and I really like Stallone in it. I and cried. Michael Jordan. When did you cry? I cried when he went to visit Adrian's um, grave. grave and started reading in the paper. That that, that made me like have a little cry, and the bit also when he was in the um, police station, and he starts crying. Oh God, yeah, that all the feels, all of them. It was yeah. yeah do, can I, I'm very interested. Uh, <laughs> like, sorry, I've taken up. over now. Um, we're talking about crying, so I can move on. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you like any boxing films? Raging Bull. Raging Bull, right? So is that is that a boxing film? Kind of, sort of. I kind of think boxing is one of those sort of like incredibly poetic things that actually works really well in sort of like twenty four seven's amazing. Have you not seen that Shane Meadows no. film? It's like the oh, first yeah, thing he ever did. Have, yeah, Hoskins. That's really yeah. good. A million dollar baby's excellent, and the fight is really good. See, but the thing is, I really like Million Dollar Baby, but that's not about boxing. Um, I don't think this is necessarily. Well, I mean, it's well, it does have a long fight in the middle mostly of it. about boxing, but it's about it's not subtle in, yeah. in that. It's, but it's not really because you see him as a kid, and he's a fighter, and then he's a fighter, and he's still a fighter. Yeah, but he's, he's a fighter because, because it's because he's, he's he fighter. Know, but he doesn't know about. It. He just feels he's like a lost person. Yeah, and that's the thing. He's like he just doesn't know why he's he's this kid who's just acting out, and he, he knows it's because he hasn't got a family and when he finds out who his dad is he's like tries to emulate him to try and be like I need to be closer to this person who I never knew I don't know my mum I don't know my dad and 
you know, he's got a job which everyone around him thinks is awesome. He's in this fantastic place, which everyone in the world would pretty much love to be in, apart from Trump. Um, but he still hasn't got that. Um, he still has that thing, that desire to like find who he is. And that's when at the end, when Ricky Ricky says to him, you're all right, mate, or something like that. And that's for him is like, yeah. fuck, I'm actually... You're the future of this Yeah, you're the division. future of this thing. Um, for, and that's what he wants. He just wants that kind of recognition in himself. And it just happens to be that boxing is the medium. If his dad was a ballet dancer, if his dad was an ice skater, then I think he would follow mm. exactly the same path. It's just like, oh, your dad was the best archer ever i need to be an archer but it just uh, happens to be that would have been a really i don't like boxing films i don't really like i just like i like sports films generally but i'm not a fan of boxing at all i love a sports film but no, i do love boxing film i mean it, like i say my dad was uh, my dad was so obsessed with with rocky films and boxing films to the mm. degree that i actually own a copy of creed but i'd never watched it and i have it my mum gave it to me not that long ago and she said do you want this and she put a copy of it in my hand, and I went, "Yeah, right. Do you not want it?" She said, no, "I bought it for your dad, and then he died." <laughs> I was what? like, "Okay, okay, I'll take that." <laughs> so I actually do have a copy of Creed. I'll maybe, I'll maybe regift it to Jen. Christmas presents yeah. sorted, <laughs> in case it disappears from well, Netflix. There were a couple of things. Like, I mean, there's quite a lot of things about it that are utterly, utterly ridiculous. Like the opening sequence was just horseshit what what was it about the opening sequence oh, it was so labored like it was really really naff like you just knew like you were like oh here we go oh yeah he's got some problem oh yeah of course he's fighting and then claire huxtable's like but he loves to fight <laughs> you're just like yeah i get it he's fine he's apollo creed's son but um and i and the bit Again, I couldn't accept Goodison Park. I couldn't accept let's, it. Let's address that thing because I wasn't I wasn't necessarily Goodison Park that I didn't like, but this pretty Ricky chap, I couldn't yeah. accept him. Even even though he is a boxer, I was like, was he the best person to put? He was quite Everyone convincing was for him. Yeah. But getting really crazy excited for him, despite the fact that simultaneously he's also apparently been running around Toxteth with a gun with shooting a gun, yeah. people. And as you pointed out when we chatted about this earlier, Hannah, he quite possibly wouldn't have been able to, to get, get a license, a license for that fight <laughs> had he been up on violent, uh, you know. I couldn't really understand the point of her. I mean, I understand the point that she was a musician and she was going deaf. And that was supposed to be the sort of, but um, I wear a hearing aid, but, like, but I don't. Um, and one of the reasons I don't is the exact opposite of what she said happens when you wear a hearing aid is she said, oh, I've only put it on now. Because you need it when there's background noise, which is in fact the exact opposite. Because it amplifies. It amplifies, hearing aids amplify all noise. Mm -hmm. And therefore, um, actually, when there's a lot of background noise, you're actually better off not wearing it. Sure. Because you actually hear even less. You think someone would have checked that? Yeah, you'd have thought. So the other thing, when they're at this press conference and Adonis Creed turns up dressed as an accountant and you're like, <laughs> what are you doing? Has no one ever watched one of these presses before? Like... Through my job, I've watched quite a few of them, and that's not usually how they present themselves. Didn't Colin McGregor present himself in uh, with like a waistcoat and stuff like that? Well, they usually just or is sort that of, just his general demeanour? I think that's just what he does. Okay, they usually sort of turn up in a t-shirt with some some headphones that are sponsoring it, them, maybe. yeah, around their neck, yeah, and then they is nonsense. usually like take their clothes off and look at each other in the eye for ages, which is sort of weird. See, <laughs> you imagine is... must be quite uncomfortable. They're like nose to nose. And also, 
Tony Bellew, to me, it was a bit like, I don't know if anyone ever watched, I think it was maybe Anthony Joshua's first professional fight. I can't remember the name of the guy. I think his like name was King Charles or something. And they went and they did like the weigh-in or whatever. And it was loads of hype about this fight. And he takes his top off and you're like, dude, you're going to lose this fight. Because <laughs> Anthony Joshua's built like a brick shithouse. And this guy was just like, he was a bit fat. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. And Tony Belly, you're like, you are not in good shape compared that's to what, this guy. That's the thing that, A, it was his accent. I'm, I'm, I'm part Scouse. Um, it was his accent in a Rocky film just kind of took me out of it every single time he spoke. And he's not that good an actor. So no, it, it was it, not It was kind good. of, like, it was like your, your head jerking back yeah. each time he spoke. It just didn't make any sense to me. And the fact, like you say, in the ring versus Adonis Creed, who's is ripped to shit yeah. and... He looks like a bit of a doughboy for for, yeah. a, for a boxer. Yeah, for for like for the, the world champion yeah. boxer. Um, you think he just got bigger so he can be in a high weight category uh, to fight? Or and they do actually punch each other a lot, which is yeah. one of the reasons I actually went off men's boxing and I mostly only watch women's boxing now. Is that actually quite? got to a point where there was an awful lot of just people hanging on each other and they yeah. actually punched each other in Rocky I think more than I've seen in the last three or four fights that I've actually watched a lot of the time it's just circling each other and yeah. then hugging each other and then being separated so um, yeah I don't know if it's actually a realistic portrayal of boxing Tony Betty's a professional boxer and you know he's he's alright perhaps he was taking the opportunity to get lardy then well, mate, well, I just thought, like, did they ask him to, like, be <laughs> a bit fat minute? in it? Like, yeah. look, you don't show up Michael B. Jordan, all right? Can you just, like, look a bit shit, please? Like, <laughs> I couldn't understand it at all. Talk a bit more. I love Tessa Thompson. Yeah. But I think she, yeah, was underserved in this film. Absolutely. She was great in Thor Ragnarok. She was great in Dear White People. Yeah, she was She was Diane Nash in Selma, wasn't she? Which, to be honest, oh, she was okay. a little bit underserved in. S- but, um... And she's really cool in another film, which I can't think of at the top of my head. Um, but she was unintegral, really. Yeah. Was there any point having her as a character, really? It's a shame. Helen's look on Helen's face is somewhat says it all there. No. 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 <laughs> I mean, it would it would easily have survived without her in it, and they wouldn't really have had to change very much. It would have been shorter than two hours, 13 <laughs> yeah. minutes. I thought the best bit with her in it was um, when Donis is packing up to go and live with uh, Frank with uh, Frank Stallone with uh, <laughs> with Rocky and he's like I'm off to live with my uncle and she's like uh, so when are we going to tell me your uncle is Rocky Balboa mm. that was the best bit she did and I liked her singing I, love yeah. her. I think she's great but yeah just wasn't that good in this film um, unfortunately maybe she'll shine in the uh, the next one maybe. maybe maybe she'll start boxing oh that's just going to fuck she kicks her, ass in Thor Ragnarok so I don't know what that is. It's the latest Marvel film. Oh, okay. <laughs> I try quite hard because I've got a nephew and I try to be cool and periodically I think I'm there with Marvel films and then I discover I've missed about 35 in the meanwhile. Right. Do you want to head to the scores and, sure. and battle this out? Sure. I think I know. I think I know where Helen is. Yeah, I think I know where this is going to go. Um, you never know until yeah. you know. Just to be clear, there's now someone holding a card, scantily clad, <laughs> walking round with the number one on it. <laughs> round one, recommendability score. Jen, this is your film. Okay. Um, I, I've recommended it to everyone I've spoken to in the last week. So I 
five. I'm going five. Helen, you're looking at me. <laughs> Bearing in mind, we know that my favourite film is Kindergarten Cop. If you'd have picked that, then we would be having a lovely time. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's one of those films. It, does, it, does it stand the test of time, Kindergarten Cop? I don't know. Yes. It would just be funny. We could just do <laughs> yes. our Arnie accents and just go, oh. I'm a cop, you idiot. Who is your daddy? Who is your daddy? I'm not sure I've ever seen Kindergarten What? Yeah. Unbelievable. If only you could live vicariously through Jen, then she could just yeah. like meld her knowledge of kindergarten cop into you. That and twins, they spend all the time. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> twins. There's not really any other Arnie film I'm like that bothered about. Just Predator? kindergarten cop. Terminator 2. Oh, yeah, that was all right. Yeah. I like True The Running Lies. Man. That is awesome. The Running Man basically yeah. predicted X Factor about <laughs> 10 years before it happened. <laughs> It's got some Except great died, lines if, in that. If everyone yeah, died at the good. end of X Factor, I'd watch that. Yeah, <laughs> but it that's, even that's has a great like film. The dry ice and then music that happens in X Factor. Oh, is that the same music? Yeah. They are. And now yes. I don't know. I'm but my favourite bit, my favourite bit about um, about the Running Man is that all the prizes because it's the future, like forty. I mean, I think it's about now in the future, but. Um, there's a bit where they go, and you can win this video recorder. <laughs> Does anyone win a and speedboat? The <laughs> it's, like, it's like bullseye prizes. And Bully's special but, prize. Yeah. And all you need to do is nearly die. Sorry, I've gone off topic about... Recommendability score, Hannah. Um, I'm going to give it... Well, you see, it would depend if you've seen the other Rocky films. Because right. if you haven't seen any of the Rocky films, I think I probably wouldn't recommend it to you. I think if you've seen all the Rocky films, then I probably definitely recommend it to you because it will actually win back a little bit of the Rocky respect. But because bearing it's... in mind that Jen hasn't seen the Rocky films, not to her knowledge, to what extent, and she's given it a five. Uh, she's given it a five. Okay, in that case, I'm going to say three. <laughs> I don't know where you're going to go with that, but I didn't think it's, I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be higher. Yeah. yeah. No, but I think if I was going to recommend someone, I'd recommend they start at the start and watch Rocky. I've not seen. Okay, go on. I'll take your score first, Helen. I'm going to give it a one. Oh, my one. goodness. I can only recommend it if you like the Rocky films. Fair enough. <laughs> Hannah's, Hannah's dejected. Well, I'm eating into okay. the microphone. Mm. Um, I'm going to give it a four. I really enjoyed it. and I. But I think I think there are just things in it just don't that don't work. It could have been a tighter film. Um, I wish he had a better opponent. Could have been any, it could be someone like in Colombia. Uh, sorry, in Cuba. Why not just get an actor. Do you know what I mean? Just get an actor to be a boxer. Get what Tom Hardy. Tony Bellew. Yeah. Oh, that. Do you know yeah. what? That would have been all uh, right. That would have got at least an extra point. I've really? actually paid to see that at the cinema. <laughs> Tom Hardy and and little Wallace punching how, each other. How? Tom Hardy's quite a big guy though, isn't he? Well, yeah. he goes up and down, doesn't he? Yeah, mm. maybe he can be. So it could make him. They could make themselves. I mean, I, I like. Kind of I like the warrior. warrior. You know I really like the warrior. Yeah, it made me want to go. Yeah. Oh wait a minute. We're talking about the thing with Joel. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. Repeat viewing score. <laughs> Jen, how many times? You, this you've seen it once now. How many more times do you think you're going to see it? How uh, frequently? How frequently? Not as frequently as Kindergarten Cop, but like you know, I think it's the kind of thing that I could definitely watch again. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm gonna give it three point five. I could definitely watch it again. Hannah, um, I probably would would watch it again at some point. You know, when you really need to do something else and it's on the telly, and you think oh, I should be writing that, but instead I'm gonna watch Creed. Um, so what does that equate to in a in a in a figure? 
I don't know. It means you're happy to watch it, but the engagement score, which we'll get to later. Okay, on, I'm going to say three. Please, never again. Do not make me watch this. There's, there's no way. I'm afraid. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, do you know what they the variables too? were against you to begin with? The two hours and thirty minutes oh, thing, God. like, because I have a real like. I think there are far too many films. Like, most films really need to be an hour and a half, right? You have to be like a pretty good film. To be to longer two, than more an than hour two hours. Half. This yeah. is like Mark Commode's entire thesis. I, I just think like you have to be pretty good to pull that off, right? But I actually I didn't get bored. It was fine. Like I just had a whale of a time. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I think one and a half for a comedy, straight off the bat on uh, two hours for an action. That's oh, the kind of that's the kind of two hours for an action is is pushing it a little bit. Yeah. I think. No, but this is, I class this as, as an action. Film. I mean, I'm, I'm for a western. I'm see, I, I don't do westerns. Here. <gasps> Sorry, that's a genre that it's not with me. I mean, I'm not against long films, but this really could have been an hour and a half. I think it could have been maybe half an hour shorter, 20, 25, 30 minutes shorter. I'd accept that, but I mean, I had a lovely yeah, time. So I'm going to repeat viewings. This is the second time, third time I've watched this actually. Um, first time I saw it in the cinema was in. I'm going to call them out. Wood Green Cinema, Cineworld, the worst cinema I've frequented. Oh, well, you said Cineworld, so that's a, a no, start. I'm a, I'm a fan of Cineworld, just some of them are horrendous and some of them are... I imagine better. in Wood Green, yeah. nothing good's going to happen in a Cineworld. No. I can imagine that being the case. Um, it's, full of, it's full of lunatics. <laughs> but Cineworld and Leicester Square is good. Cineworld in Manchester and Disbury is really good. Yeah, well, Cambridge lost its city world because, um, no, it was good, actually, that it lost it because um, for some unapparent reason, somebody somewhere decided that there being an arts picture house in a city world in Cambridge broke the competition competition commission rules and city world said it was going to close the arts picture house and Cambridge said, no, 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 no. <laughs> we will throw down our hummus and stand in the street and protest that. So in the end, they closed the city world. And there is now something called the lights. Is that an in- independent one? Or? Yeah, um, it, well, it's massive, but it's quite cheap. So I don't really know who owns it, what happens, but um, I never actually, I'm not often up that end of town. So the first time I watched it was just didn't enjoy it because everyone around me was a bunch of knobheads. Yeah. And, um, but the second time I watched it was Netflix. And the last time I watched it was Netflix and I really enjoyed it. Uh, in spite of that as well in spite of that um, so I'm going to give it I probably will see it again maybe not so soon three and a half I reckon okay small screen score do you feel you missed out by not watching it in the cinema guys? even if it was at Wood Green <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like oh I don't know I mean it may be, I guess it's an action film in a way but it's not like there's explosions and stuff like that so I mean obviously there's a fight but you know couple of fights a few fights there are, yeah there are there are some fights in it do you need to see his head going and blood like spurting yeah. out no probably not probably not his slow motion definition. drop was quite impressive I thought yeah, yeah. he must have trained himself to fall that slowly no I don't think you need to see it on a big screen I'm going to give it oh, four why not yeah I'm I'm with Jen on that I would say four you know if the choice is between watching it at home and watching it with somebody like copping off with a girlfriend next to you I would definitely <laughs> go with watching it at home See, I, I think this film is made for the big screen and just how 
ridiculous it is and it's it's made to have all that noise and roar and poof and snazzy weird screen thingies down the side but the screen thingies down the side is a staple of sports things the top trumps bit (laughs) i'm i'm gonna go down the middle because i think it it's it's made to be big and loud and kind of in your face and i I, the noise i really didn't enjoy the sound the noise i'm gonna go for because i actually because i enjoyed it more in a small screen environment than the big screen i'm gonna give it a four and a half oh and i really did like the soundtrack engagement score well um (laughs) i i wasn't bored at any point i thoroughly enjoyed it um I don't know what it could have done to have made me like more engaged. Um, 3D, maybe. I don't like 3D. Nobody likes 3D because it's weird. It just just suddenly someone's face is like closer yeah. than it needs to be to you. It's odd. Um, like I want to say five, but I think maybe I'm being too generous to this film now. I'm questioning myself. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know what it could have done to make me more engaged in it, apart from maybe not those shitty cards down the side. They were a bit silly. And not Tony. What's his name? Pretty Tony Belly. Yeah, like maybe, maybe I feel like they could have had an actor doing that. And that bit more Avon Barksdale, maybe. Bit more Avon Barksdale. That I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, four then. All right, four. Hannah. I was just thinking we should probably actually give him his proper name, shouldn't we? Wood Harris. Him, yeah, just calling him Avon Barksdale. I didn't know. Well, Wood name. Harris and Claire Go- Huxtable. Gus is in yeah. it as well. Gus? Yep, Gus from The Wire is in it. Oh, who? Where? where, where, where? Uh, he's, I can't he's, his boss was someone from The Wire. Yeah, Gus. Yes, yes Gus. Gus. The um, editor from season oh, four. Oh, no, no, no. no. It, I think it was one of the it was, it was was one of the coppers, wasn't it? One of the murder coppers, the one with the bald head. Was that him? Are you thinking of Seth? Seth no. no. Oh, he, was it him? It's. Oh, I thought it was, was Gus. Was Holly or something in it? He was like a guy that was always in it. Oh, like, uh, never Holly. Really. Yes. Um, so he's in. Is it him? Oh, I know which one right. you. I, I know, know which yeah, one you're thinking of. You're making me question it. Yeah. But I thought it was. Yeah, it was. I know who you mean. Um. Yeah, because we're terrible. I used to write when we did the standard issue when we were an online magazine. I used to write TV reviews in which I just called characters things from other things, and then people used to say, "Do you know that's not actually their character name in this?" And you'd be like, "Yeah, I know." Oh, maybe it is him. IMDb him, and then see if he's in it. Yeah. Yeah, But I, you need to IMDb him and see if he's in thingy, because I think it's. I thought it was Gus. Brian Anthony. As I kept calling. Paolo so, Ashback, Borgen Break, Greyjoy, and people we'll just keep talking whilst we find this out. So, what would so what would your engagement score be, uh, Hannah? I felt pretty engaged. I would say um, it's it's that sort of film. You need to hang around and see whether he wins at the end. And um, yeah, I would say four. Four, Helen. One. Sorry. It's fair enough. You say fair enough. It's not fair enough. Well, you know, we've all entitled to our opinions. Yeah, I, I mean, basically, if you like any of the other Rocky films, you're probably going to enjoy this. And I remember when it came out because it had quite um, pretty good reviews and sort of said, well, you know, they've taken for an Oscar. Yeah, I mean, you know, they sort of said that they'd taken, you know, the 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 Rocky story and kind of given it new life, and you know, it's kind of 
fun and a little bit flashier and you know sly put in a good performance if that's the kind of film you like then you are really going to enjoy this but unfortunately it just wasn't for me so i think it must have been gus was it gus from the wire i can't remember what his name is sorry this is really great for you guys we're just looking through the IMDb list. He's, is that but he's in it. He's in it all the way through, isn't he? Yeah. I think he's the one that is the reason that um, what's his face ended up in a children's home. Oh, um, Randy. Oh, yeah, Randy, Randy ends up in a children's home because someone doesn't pass the message on that he needs to go somewhere. Oh, is it him? Because he takes the phone call, doesn't yeah. he? Because yeah, he doesn't well, want because yeah, bunk stole. Yeah. This stole is what happens when people in the wire are in a show, yeah. in a film. It always gets, it always goes. But back there, to the wire. you know, there was quite a lot of people from the wire in Creed. Three. That's quite a lot for yeah, yeah for uh, one film. Um, my engagement score, I'm going to say three and a half. Really enjoyed it, um, but maybe I was more afflicted by the Scouse accent uh, from Tony Bellew and or Pretty Ricky. He's not even that pretty. He's really not. Do you know, have, have, <laughs> he's not half as pretty as Have you guys, have you guys ever seen, um, uh, what's it called, the Joe Brand, um, Vicky Pepperdine comedy about when they work in the hospital? What the hell is that called? Nurses? Uh, I know no. what you mean. Oh, it's so brilliant. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, Rookie Grover. Rookie Grover, yeah, yeah. Is in it. And he has a ridiculous, one of those ridiculously like drawn on little beards. Yeah. And he that's what he, he reminds me of. But obviously Ricky Grove is a lot bigger. So he yeah. I was It's not a good look, that little drawn on beard. I did wonder a lot about this because Tony Belly Getting was, on. Tony Belly called. does have like an association with Everton and he did do quite a big fight at Goodison Park not that long ago. So I did um, we're all taking this as read from you. Did, yeah. Don't look for me for any confirmation. So I did like I did what there were points where I wondered because maybe this film came out at about the same time. Maybe there was some kind of like marketing or advertising or, or whatever. Perhaps they like, just filmed reason. it during between yeah, the, the same the time. Part. Yeah. I just like I so I did wonder like if there was some like horribly cynical reason as to why they had chosen Tony Bellew for this part because nothing else about it made sense to me. But you know, no disrespect to him. He's a good boxer. Good for him. He's just I don't think acting's the right career path. I found it quite interesting. None of the reviews I heard or read mentioned him as a negative in the film. But I, but they probably I, just kind of like blocked it out and thought, if we don't say anything, <laughs> then no one's going to pull us up on it. And people will just kind of forget that he's there. We can't forget. Um, so we've got 3.15. Is that for, good? For yeah, Creed, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's like three, three, yeah. which I think is better. It would be like on 150 if Helen hadn't been so down. <laughs> can't on. like all the films. No, it's true. Right. Can't. can't. And that's the benefit of having multiple people, like four people scoring it. It comes to one kind of yeah. cohesive nub. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a surprise each Absolutely. Hating a film is sometimes really good, though, I think. And, I mean, there's there's like a level of, of, of rubbish that, is I will accept because it being rubbish is okay because it's like the room. entertaining. Um, yeah, I, yeah, or like I'm trying to think of like Alien Nation. If you've ever seen that, it's so awful that um, do I mean Alien Nation, the one where where um where he's Dennis Quaid's in space and he meets Lou Gossett Jr. and they manage to have a baby together, and it's the weirdest. It's like most a awful. bold alien. Yeah, 
And it's, <laughs> it's the most awful film, but it's so awful that it is completely brilliant and I will always watch it. Is it, I think, or Alien Mind, it might be called. It's all Alien Nation's ringing a bell, but 80s film. Yeah, yeah, yeah completely terrible, but okay. yeah. yeah. On that bombshell. <laughs> so uh, do, um, do follow us on Twitter and when we're uh, recording, we will do a little post with a little gif if you like gifs um, about the films that we're reviewing and uh, we would as always love to hear your thoughts and uh, your star review and we say so we're reviewing creed have you seen it we'd love to hear your thoughts and include them on our podcast flicks watcher uh, if so give us your five star rating a short review and retweet and hashtag pod and family and movie pod squad um jen this is your choice do you want to read off the top review from our twitter peeps Sure. Um, Podstalgic, that's at Podstalgic, says MBJ and Tessa Thompson were amazing. Great modern update to a beloved story. Five stars. Thank you. You said that quite aggressively towards yeah. Helen then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It wasn't meant to be aggressive. <laughs> Hannah. Um, where are we? Um, what were they thinking? Yep. Uh, perf- five stars, perfect movie. Stallone's best Rocky performance. Well, that's clearly not true. But um, Michael, with apologies to you, what were they thinking? Quite literally, what were you thinking? <laughs> um, Michael B. Jordan lights up the screen. Excellent screenplay. Wonderful boxing finale. Helen. A lot of, lot of love for it here. So this is from Steve E. I. LMF podcast. That's everything I learned from film podcast. Ah, couldn't fit it all in there. Problems with Twitter. Loved it. Creed himself was a little whiny, but can't wait for the cheesier sequel and then end the trilogy with Creed versus Lang. So they want it to end. It's never going to end. Um, with Creed versus. He didn't give a club a Lang. Yeah, I guess that's what he's. Anti- a young BA Baracus. <gasps> <laughs> oh my Gasp. goodness wow but no stars where's your stars Steve I'd give that I'd estimate that being four stars actually not B.A. Barack that's what he's called in see we've done it again <laughs> yeah, Just, yeah everyone knows who you mean what's he called Mr. T Mr. T Mr. T yeah. TLDR Reviews says it was one of the big surprises of 2016 for us we gave it five stars so I like these guys yeah <laughs> Generally positive reviews from all the Twitter sphere that responded to us. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Yes, Hannah, I've had a lot of fun. Jen, do you want to sign off and let us let our peoples know where we can find you? Yes, uh, you can find us on the Standard Issue podcast, which you can listen to on Acast and iTunes and all, m- most, some other podcast apps. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at Standard Issue UK. And I will also be on Twitter, maybe occasionally talking about boxing, but mostly just talking about shit at Inspire Gen. Yeah, okay. And I will always be like up for conversations about stuff uh, that that Dunleavy (laughs) stuff. You know, just nice stuff, like not the usual horrible stuff people say to you on Twitter, but nice stuff. Um, that's it for now, isn't it? Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having us. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find all of the episodes on our website, flixwatcher.tv. Want to give us your five-star review? Follow us at flixwatcherpod on Twitter. Big shout out to our editor, Brendan Russell, for all his awesome editing skills. And thanks as always to the mighty people for their tunes. <laughs>